All right, it's 2022 now. I can't even believe I just said that. It's 2022 now. What are the three things that you could be doing this year to really help your podcast thrive? Like, actually thrive. Not just, like, tolerate it, but thrive. That's what we're going to dig into today. Let's do it. Welcome to Uncommonly More with Stacey Harris. I am Stacey. I'm the host of this show and the CEO of podcast production agency, Uncommonly More. My team and I work with podcasters just like you, to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of sales teams with professional strategic podcast production. You know what? I think that's enough. Let's get into the show and we'll talk more there. Welcome, welcome to the first episode of 2022. I am really, really excited for this new year. Uh, If you don't know yet, we're going to be launching a new show. That's right. We're launching another podcast. Uh, starting in March, we will have a brand new show to share. Uh, this show is going to be a little different than this. That show will be a little different than this show, rather. Uh, that show will focus on the cannabis business space and the uh, unique environment that they're having to market in. Uh, And so we're going to be sharing some stories and some experiences and some tips. uh, And that'll be a guest driven show. We'll have lots and lots of guests on that show. Uh, So if you're looking for some ideas, maybe outside of your business or outside of your business model or outside of your niche, uh, this is going to be a really good show to listen to. And if you're interested in getting into the cannabis business space, definitely going to be something worth listening to. Uh, So that's going to be launching in March. In just total transparency, I'm using the podcast newsroom show to share the behind the scenes of this process. Because one of the most common questions I get is what does it take to launch a show? What's involved? What's it look like? How do you make these decisions? What are the questions I should be asking myself? Uh, Those kind of things. And so that's, I'm literally just going to walk you through it as it's happening. Uh, We kicked that off. And this is why I'm telling you that we kicked that off with January's episode released on the first. If you haven't listened to it yet, you can go over to uncommonlymore.com slash newsroom to subscribe. It is a private feed. It's totally no cost, but you do need to, uh, we're sharing. (laughs) I'm really, really sharing the behind the scenes there. So I do... I do need you bought in a little. Uh, So head over, get on the email list, and that will get you a link to subscribe to the private podcast feed. I send emails out uh, whenever we have uh, a new episode go live. Generally speaking, it's only once or twice a month. Uh, Definitely once a month, occasionally twice a month. We'll drop a bonus episode. But make sure you go listen because on January 1st episode, I started with the two questions I start every project with. Uh, They're the two questions that uh, helped rebrand this show in 2020. It's the two questions I asked when I launched the podcast newsroom in 2021. uh, And it's the questions I'm asking now about this new show that we're launching in 2022. It's also the question I ask, or the questions that I ask uh, new clients when we start working with them, whether they are a launch or an existing show. Uh, the bulk of the show, 99% of the shows uh, that join us to start working with us are existing. They've been around 6, 8, 10, 12, sometimes 14 months. Uh, And so it doesn't really matter 
where in the journey you are, but especially if you are considering launching something new. If you cannot answer these two questions, then it's not the right time. So head on over to uncommonlymore.com slash newsroom to make sure you have access to that private feed so that you can get that episode and all of the forthcoming episodes talking about the new show. The new show will be a public feed. It will be readily available. You won't need to opt in to get it. Um, so I'll share more about that when the time comes. But if you want to hear the behind the scenes, that's the place to do it. With that said... I want to dig in now to the changes uh, that if you really want to see your podcasting thrive in this new year, maybe you moved through 2020 and 2021 and you started your show and it's working, question mark. Uh, It's you think, you hope, you mostly enjoy it most of the time, but there's this little part of your brain that's like, but what could this be? What is the, you know, ever elusive next level, that magical sort of mythical place that we get to where everything will be figured out? What are the things you need to know to get there? And that's what I want to dig into today. So let's start right at the top, niche down, talk about something even smaller. I think so often we try to counterbalance the voice in our head that says we don't have enough to say or that we're going to be repeating ourselves and our audience is going to get bored. We try to counterbalance that with diversifying what we talk about or expanding who we're talking to. And it does a huge disservice to our podcast and quite frankly, an even bigger disservice to our business. Because now we're putting our time and our money and our energy and our voice and our our expertise behind something that's not actually going to do what we want it to do. Because if we don't niche down, if we don't get really granular about what do our ideal clients need to know to make a decision whether working with us is right for them or not. And sometimes that's an understanding of what we do. And sometimes that's getting them to a place where they're ready to work with us, right? If we're not doing that with our show, what's the point? And it's really hard, really hard to get results when you're trying to do all the things. When you're, when you, when you keep spreading out that old cliche, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't actually remember it about depth versus width, right? There's so much more value if you can just have a tiny, tiny, tiny little hole that you dig hella deep versus if you try and dig a a two-inch swimming pool. That's Olympic-sized. It's going to be real hard to swim laps in that mother. So I want you to be looking at where in 2022 can you further narrow what it is you're talking about. A great example is this show. Because when we launched this agency in 2019, by the way, happy third birthday to Uncommonly More. (laughs) January 1st, which is two days before this episode will release, uh, was, is, was, whatever. Uh, Three years. The third birthday of Uncommonly More. Anyways, 
three years ago when we launched this agency, we were going wide. We were trying to build a one inch pool, Olympic sized. (laughs) And it meant we were doing all things digital marketing, social media, content marketing, podcast production, sort of fitting in there, Um, email, all of it, all of it. So, so much. And it meant that we were not doing the things we do best exceptionally well. And it meant a huge tax on our team. And it was just hard. And so we narrowed the scope of how we worked with clients. And it was incredible. It gave me so much clarity. And there's so much more value in it for our production clients now. Because I have the capacity and our team has the capacity to really do what we do exceptionally well. That meant, though, that we were only selling one thing. But on this show, when it was still called Hit the Mic, we were still talking about all of it. We were still talking about digital marketing strategy. We were still talking about Instagram tips. We were still talking about email ideas. And it meant I was priming an audience of buyers for something I didn't sell. So what happens is then your show does work, except you have given them no actual next step. So I was getting on sales calls with people who were submitting you know, who who were reaching out and saying, hey, we'd love to work with you. And I go, oh, we don't actually offer that anymore. I'm sorry. (laughs) We only offer da-da-da-da-da. And that's a problem. And I want you to look at where in your show are you selling something you don't sell? Something you don't deliver. (laughs) And, and pay attention to where you can be making changes so that you are getting really, really specific about what you're talking about. <laughs> you're getting really, really clear. We did that in 2020 when we rebranded this show to Uncommonly More, and we shifted to talking about podcasting. And every once in a while, something will creep in in here. It's valuable. There'll be something worth, there'll be something, you know, big enough of a topic and or guess what? Social and email still relates to how you can use your show. So there's still things of value to my audience. Then I'll talk about those topics, but I'm talking about it from a view that is very specific. We're talking about it in a really, really, really narrow area. We're not talking about... The email I got that said, you know, Instagram was going to roll out this new feature. Not unless I can tie it directly to how it's valuable for podcasters. The only way we're ever going to talk about Instagram Reels here is if I find a podcast doing banging good things with it and I decide to say, let's talk about using this as a way to market your show. Because then we're not talking about Instagram Reels. We're talking about a marketing tool for your podcast. And that's what I want you to look look at. And if you are looking at your topic 
and you're looking at your content calendar and you're looking at what you talk about on your show and you're saying, Stace, I'm already tight. This is, this is as niche as it's going to get. I'm talking about blue alpacas that live on the east side of Culver Boulevard. That's niche. I don't know if any of those, well, I know for sure most of those things don't exist. Um, but that you're, then I want you to look at who is your audience. Where can you niche down there? Where can you be talking to less people? If I hear one more person get on the phone with me and tell me their audience is female entrepreneurs, I might actually throw my computer against the wall. For real, for real. This is not an audience. (laughs) I want you to get really, 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 really snug around who are you working with. We work with podcasters who have been in business for a couple of years, who know what they're selling, who have their offers. And this show is geared towards people who already have a podcast. Now, that doesn't mean there's not people who don't have a podcast that listen to this that that listen to the show. They do and they get value. And oftentimes it's because they're thinking about launching a podcast. But you'll notice most of the content on this podcast is not about launching a show. We did that for a little while last year. And then we niched down. And now the only place where you're going to get like the pre-launch content where we're talking about launching this new show is the podcast newsroom. And you'll notice when I talk about it on the podcast newsroom that I'm really showing you how the process we do at launch is something you can now use to audit an existing show. So instead of answering those questions and sort of making up the information from the front, you can answer those questions and use that as a data point to compare your current show. Great, so if this is the answer to my question, am I currently building something that supports that answer? Because the bulk of our clients and our ideal clients already have shows. We do not launch very many shows, one or two a year. It's not my favorite thing to do. Also, I don't think most podcasts need the kind of support we offer from the first day. Hot take. If you want to know more about that, let me know and we'll do a whole episode about it. Um, We actually have an episode we're going to do. I think it comes out later in January, later this month, it might be early February, where we're talking about what to consider when, when hiring support and how long you've been in your show. It's one of the things to consider. And we'll talk about more of that more there. Um, but so that impacts, we niche down, we keep niching down until I run out of clients or I run out of leads, I'm going to keep getting more and more and more and more clear and more and more and more and more targeted. So that's what I want you to look at in 2022. Where can you niche down? Number two, the second thing I want you to look at in 2022 is how are you engaging your listeners? One of the reasons that I'm putting such an emphasis on 
email and reaching out, you know, getting, you know, subscribing to the podcast newsroom, really driving people who are not ready to work with us to the email list is because that's one of my favorite ways to engage with listeners. I get emails back when I send out emails about the podcast and they'll get responses to what we talked about or their take or whatever so that we can have both parts of this conversation. Instagram DMs. I'll be honest. The only reason I'm still on Instagram is so I can talk to you. So send me a DM. Let me know what you thought of the show. I love that. And so where can you be putting a conscious effort in ways to engage with your listeners? And the reason that this really supports the thriving of your podcast and the, the expansion of your podcast is not just that, oh, well, that means they're super fans. And that means they're going to lead to buying from me. Or that means they're early adapters and they'll share me with a friend. Like it's, it's not nearly as cliched or, or buzzwordy as that. It turns your podcast into a conversation, which will sustain you. We've talked a lot about podcast burnout on this show. We've talked a lot about the fact that I deeply believe every single podcaster will have a season more than once. But they hate their show. And they go, I don't know why I do this. It happens. And in most cases, like, not real stat making it up right now, full disclosure, 95% of podcast burnout. It's because they just got overwhelmed with the show. They fell out of love. They fell out of excitement. Oh, they fell out of lust with their show. Without having really built a relationship. Think about it like this way. Let's say you meet somebody. And you're chatting with them and you hang out, but they like never really text you. Like you, you send them messages and they just never text back. You would stop hanging out with that person, right? So if you're showing up and just value, 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 talking to, talking to, talking to your listeners and you never hear back from them, it's going to be really hard to keep going. I have a lot of friends who are podcasters and speakers. And I've got a lot of clients who are podcasters and who have also done some speaking. And so often they're like, yeah, I just assumed, you know, I can stand on a stage, no problem, 45 minutes, blah, not a big deal. I can teach a workshop for a whole day. Why can't I batch six episodes without feeling exhausted? I can talk for that long. It's because when you're standing in front of an audience or you're doing a workshop, even if it's virtual, you have something coming back. When you sit down alone in your office, in your studio, in your closet, in your wherever, and you record the show, you have nothing coming back. You have to wait. And if you don't create opportunities for your audience to engage with you and you don't make yourself available for that engagement, you're never going to get the return on that output, ever. Ever. You've got to have the other, other half, the return of that output. And to do that, you have to be really conscientious about how are you engaging your listeners. Like I said, the only reason I'm on Instagram is to talk to you. And I make time to go in there and to engage. I make a point to go in there myself. I don't have this outsourced to someone. I go in there and I respond to people's messages. 
I see comments. I respond to comments and, and messages. I talk back. Because it's also not any fun for your listener to then reach out and be like, yelling into the ether that is your inbox. Make yourself available for their engagement. It doesn't have to mean you're scrolling Instagram 24 hours a day. I have times I go do it. Not everybody gets a message right away. If you've ever sent me a DM, you know sometimes it takes two days. <laughs> three days. I think three days is probably the worst I can get, but unless I'm on winter break and then it's two weeks. Uh, <laughs> says the girl getting ready to go on winter break. Um, actually, now I'm back. When you hear this, I'm back. Anyways, uh, I really want you to be finding ways to engage with your listeners. Have those call to actions to reach out. You've heard me say in this episode, send me a DM, reply to the email, reach out. Tell them, tell them you're available to talk to them and then be available to talk to them. The third and final way you can really set your show up to be thriving and successful in the new year is get some support. I know like six people just checked out and were like, now she's going to try to sell me. And that's true. We are an option. We will be taking on new clients in Q1. We have some spots available to work with us in January. If you want to talk to us, talk to us. But support can look like lots of things. And again, that's why we're going to be talking about in the next couple of weeks how to know <laughs> when's the right time for you, what to consider when you're considering support. Because support can look like lots of things. Maybe it is a VA or an admin who's going to help you Press the buttons, upload the episodes, you know, get the emails out to your guests, help you book guests, manage getting the social done. Maybe it's a social media manager to help you do the promotion of your episodes. Maybe it's an editor to help you clean up your audio. Maybe it's an SEO expert to help you optimize your show notes. Maybe it's working with a podcast production agency to help you take, you know, just the raw audio and hand you back your show notes, your graphics, your audiograms, your uploaded to your website, uploaded the link to it in Libsyn, your host rather. Most of our clients are on Libsyn, but we have a few on other things. But maybe, maybe that's what it is. Whatever it looks like, get it. Get some support. Get some help. Look at ways that you can get another voice in your planning. And that's what I'd recommend above all else. Like if I, if you wanted me right now, if, if you were <laughs> literally sitting here next to me and you were like, Stacey, what's the one kind of support that you would, you'd suggest above all else? Here's what I would say. Here's what I'm going to say. Strategic support. That could be working with an agency like ours where the strategic support is built in through quarterly calls and, and a, a dashboard and a podcast production system. Or maybe that's when you can get it. That's why I still have single session, one hour calls. And we have clients who book them one, two, three, four times a year. Because that's, that's what they have the capacity for right now. That's what works for them right now. But sit down with someone, get out of 
your own head and your own perception and get get a new perspective. Get a new take. Expand out the view a little bit because generally when we're talking about our own stuff or we're thinking about our own stuff, we're so damn close to it. It's hard. It's hard to see through it. It's hard to it's hard to see it clearly and it's hard to be honest about what we're seeing and not even consciously. And so if there's one way you get support, it's get the strategic support. Find somebody who you want to sit down with. There will be a link in the show notes if that somebody is me and talk through what you're doing with your show. Doesn't have to be all year. It could be quarter by quarter. It could be month by month. Whatever works for you. But get some support this year. Stop doing it alone. As valuable as it is, and so many of our clients DIY'd their show and figured it out for the first, again, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 months even. As valuable as that is, <laughs> you've been in it a while. It's time to get a new view. It's time to bring someone in, even if it's just for the strategic part. All right. All right. This was a long, if this one was longer than I intended it to be in full disclosure, I hope it was enjoyable for you. I hope it was valuable for you. What I would love next is to hear from you. So reach out, email, DM, whatever. Let me know which one of these things you're going to take into 2022 and take action on. Because that's where actual change happens, is in action. And if that action is getting support and you're ready to get support, we do have spaces to work with us starting in 2022. Uh, We have a uh, podcast episode about what working with us looks like. And I will include that in the description for this podcast. So if you just go on your podcast player, you can click over to that episode next. Um, That's a great place to get started figuring this out. And then ultimately head over to uncommonlymore.com slash podcast production and take a look at what uh, is available on the calendar and book a conversation with me and let's you and I sit down and talk through what support can change for you. All right. All right. Happy new year. Happy 2022. Fingers crossed for 2022. We'll see. I'll see you next week. If you made it to this point of the show and you still happen to be listening, which statistically is unlikely. I want to say thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And I want to hear from you. So reach out on social or via email and let me know what actions you're going to take from today's episode. Because honestly, that's why we produce the show. That's why I record this show. That's why my team does all the work to release this show. It's so that we can help you. We can help make a difference in your show and consequently in your business. If you haven't left a review for the show, head over to ratethispod.com slash more. It's an easy way to show some love to the show and also help us reach more podcasters who are looking for the same kind of support you were looking for. If you have any suggestions or ideas or thoughts you would like me to address on the show, be sure to reach out. Again, like I say a lot, this is the start of the conversation and I can't wait to hear what you have to say.